conversation's done. Yes, it is. God damn. Man, it's a time this week. It's been a week of Baldur's Gate exclusively for me. I I was on a good run. I was on a great run of playing games every oh, week. Oh, no. Not a one. <laughs> Didn't play anything uh, since the last recording. <laughs> well, you know, it, it is a lucky situation then because there's a lot of news. So we have a lot to cover in the yeah. news section. So we can kind of speed past the uh, what we played this week because mine's going to be pretty much, hey, I played these two things, but mainly I lived a secondary life in this game. True that. True so. that. But yeah, man, what else has been going on? How's the new gig? That's all I've been doing. Just doing that. Um, it's not bad. Um, right now, like I said last time, it's a bunch of learning. I feel like I'm uh, taking college courses or some shit. Um, but I'm learning a lot of good stuff, like about marketing, even as it could pertain to like our shit. Like I'm like, oh, oh shit, we should be, we should definitely be doing this. Um, Can you give an example without like breaching your company's trust? Yeah, they don't. I mean, this is. I'm just learning marketing oh, I don't, things right now, so I'm not I know giving it was you, like, secret marketing. Like, no, 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 like, no, no. I'm not giving shit, like yeah. insider information about the company or anything. Um. Uh, for instance, there. I don't feel like we do enough. There's not enough differentiation in our video podcast. Like it's just one static thing for two hours. True. And then I was seeing all these examples of how it should be. And obviously, I mean, this is not going to be some some overnight thing anyway. Like I can't like, yeah. obviously that takes work to do. Mm-hmm. Like, and I'm reading things from high level marketing firms and shit. So it's like, they have a team, obviously, of people who yeah. do that shit. But, like editing, zoom yeah. ins, and bullshit yeah. like all that. that. All that shit. Like all that shit is is why it probably doesn't get as many like eyes because like people are also Im- Im- intimidated by the length. Oh yeah, for sure, ladies. And um, so when you just see that like a blanket. Like when you just see it straight up, like this is a two hour show. And if you, if they click through, it's the same thing, thing. Pretty much yeah. the whole, for the whole time. Yeah. I was like, well, that makes sense. I'm just like learning yeah, a lot sure. behind the, out of like the behind the scenes shit. Um, That's a good point. I'm trying to think of like ways that we can alleviate that because I know with Adobe, they just came out with a bunch of shit that was, um, what's it called? Um, like ai shit you know mm-hmm. um but like not necessarily ai in the way that it's like ai art or anything mm-hmm. like that like photoshop has this new feature called generative fill where you can just be like hey this section right here and then type something like fix the mountain to look like there's not a house on it or some shit yeah and it'll do it and it'll give you multiple variations so that you can like get there but at least from my experience from the stuff that I've tried so far, it feels like it's almost just like not necessarily a cheat code, but like just like a level booster, like almost like a COD token where you get weapon XP and then you get Mm -hmm. to your like attachments quicker, that kind of shit. Like I can get to the desired blueprint of my gun quicker by doing this. If I 
wanted to. I get what you not mean. That I, not that I do that anyway. And then with Premiere, the video editing one, there's apparently one that lines up sound waves and cuts the video so that it's like, you know, say it's like you and me talking. Oh, wait, didn't you send me like a video yeah. of this? Like a TikTok? It was a while ago, though. And yeah. I can't fucking find it. Yeah, we got to find that. But um, I don't know if that's like a thing or if it was like a test of a thing. But and I also don't know if it would work, too, because right. the way that we record our audio and video is a little bit different. So mm-hmm. and there's also like an annoying thing that I have to do for every episode since we record over Discord. For some reason, your camera is on like maybe like a point zero seven second delay. That's about it. Nothing I crazy. Why? I wonder how I fixed it. It's just because the Internet. It's just latency, you know? It's nothing, like, there's no problem that it happens. It's just that it does. So what I have to do is I line up the audios for both what I download from Twitch and what you send me. Then I have to make another video layer, marquee it so it's just your face, Mm -hmm. adjust that seven frames over, and then that is your accurate camera every episode. Because sometimes I did it in the past where I was just like, Fuck it. My mouth is close. Answers 0.07 seconds away. I want to go to bed. You know, yeah, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But more recently, I've just gotten it down to a system where I got to do that every fucking time. But maybe wanna, the uh, AI can fix it. I, hopefully. I, I, at this point, they got to be able to do it. But um, yeah. I uh, do. I know we talked about it before, but definitely now. Wanna, uh, you said you're going to like install like the adobe stuff on my computer oh yeah for sure so i can fuck around because now i just kind of want to start really fucking around like really getting in there now i'm home a little bit more oh yeah. the only thing is i think i can only have two computers on it at a time so i'll have to log out of my laptop for the time oh, well, see i don't want to fuck up shit you got going on well i don't have anything going on the only time that i used it on my laptop was when i came over and retried to make the green screen work so like which we will be in yeah. October. Yes. I will be <laughs> extreme I I'm extremely free right now too as well. So like even mm-hmm. if we wanted to do a random fucking weeknight, you'd just be like, yo, Tuesday, and I'll just be like, All Yeah, right. I got you. I'll be there right. as of All this right, point. Because it's know. either I'm doing that or Baldur's Gate. So that's my life right now. Can't, it's, inter- can't interrupt the gate. Dude, <laughs> I made another character. I'm doing another playthrough. And I haven't finished I feel like that game either the two characters. Huh? It does. It, I, I haven't finished the game, though, for, like, oh. my first character that I made that was, like, the good guy, good guy. Like, yeah. I'm going to do the best I can. Mm-hmm. And then fucking my my bad guy that I made turned out to be kind of good, but just following a romance storyline that is the only thing I care about. And then he's a I romantic a, anti-hero. Kind of, yeah. And he's stupid at the same time. Like, that's his whole gimmick. He's pretty much Tommy Wiseau if he was really fucking hot and sculpted like a fucking Adonis. <laughs> but also a monk, and he can punch you really hard. So that's cool. He had a lot going for him. Yeah, and then I made my final character. Well, not final, because I might do another. But this one is from the Dark Urge playthrough. We'll talk mm. about that and what we played this week. But dude, man, there, it was rough. For like a solid three hours, and I cannot wait to talk about that. Um, sounds interesting. But yeah, man. 
I don't know. I, I just can't wait to make shit. Also, the Starfield videos are fucking great now because they're linked up. I'm so happy about that. Like, we're in the same exact fucking spot. So it's so much easier to, like, navigate everything. We're going to make a very sharp deterrence from each other at a certain point, though. Oh, for I already sure. Know. But that makes it funnier because then you really oh, yeah. don't have to follow shit. You could just put up. Not really. It's just funny, goofy bullshit. And I, I, I love. I love these videos so much because, like, while they aren't no work, they're just, like, I literally used to not be able to, like, smoke or drink or anything while editing videos. Those are my smoking and drinking videos. Like, I'll just sit back and just watch the fucking footage. Yeah. Be like, that was kind of funny. Put a marker. That was kind of funny. Put a marker. Then when I'm done, I'll go back, chop it up a little bit. That wasn't as funny. We're just going to forget that ever existed ever and just delete. It's gone. It's fucking therapeutic, man. I don't know. That's, it's fun. That's great. That's good shit. You'd probably be able to edit them genuinely because of how like straightforward they are. It's just I'm, that was I'm starting cool. to get a little like drop. I like the little creative control of edit. Like I've I've done it on obviously a way smaller level with like the the mm-hmm. recent say before quitting TikToks and the the nostalgia yeah. TikToks because I was like because like I said Elijah does the entire video. And I'm like, all right, well, I made us a TikTok account. He's like, yeah, I don't know how to TikTok. That's all you. I was like, well, I guess I got to promote it. Hey, man, that's great. That sounds great for me because then that means Elijah has helped me out a little bit because I hardly post the TikTok anymore. Yeah, because, so now was, you do. And that's another thing because now that I'm on there, I was like, all right, well, I got it. I guess I kind of got the hang of this. So then I'm just like, well, I can't just keep posting nostalgia stuff and not go to the same for quitting page. Yeah. So then I just click in over there and I was like, well, let me go watch one of our random YouTube videos. I was like, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll cut this up. I'll cut this. Yo, up. I gotta, I gotta send like fucking Elijah like a thank you letter and like an edible <laughs> arrangement or something. Just be like, yo, you got handle on TikTok. I don't have to do it as much anymore, even though I wasn't in the first place because I kind of gave up on it. I'll be trying to remind myself to like do it i gotta like set like an alarm on my phone or something like yo do tiktoks cut up videos i have two reminders on my phone per day one when i wake up post tiktok and then one at like lunchtime when i'm cooking post second tiktok (laughs) guess who hasn't done that at all since he made the notifications on his phone just like those reminders that we set up for the podcast recordings yeah i look at those and i'm just like yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm just gonna go back doing what I was doing. <laughs> Aim. Not that I don't. It was want... my suggestion too. And I but do the crazy. same shit. The crazier part is, it's not that I don't want to do it. It's just like this has never had this. Re- re- this reminder never goes off in a moment where I'm just like, oh shit, and drop everything. Yeah, dude. I've just always, for me, it's been like I'm like winding down for the night, so I'll have like a little bit so that I can get ready to go to sleep. And then I'll just be like too high and I'll be like, I can't do that. That's too much heavy lifting on my end, bro. <laughs> if Ant were to text me right now say, you ready? I'd be like, uh-oh, immediately. Listen, the thoughts was there. Yeah. You still get I mean, it done every week. So what someday those, Darkness, those will be Quite followed. frankly in the chat, what up? I don't want to, y'all want y'all think Yo, of ignoring so, y'all's presence. Sorry, we're just, we're just having a time yeah. right now. Uh, you guys are playing Starfield right now. Uh, man, we ought to talk about Starfield and what we played this week's section. I want to, I want to, want to do a deep dive on just why do I not want to play this game? Because you're playing other things that are 
more interesting deal. I like. I feel like if you had nothing else to like, if you weren't in the middle of Baldur's Gate and you weren't in this Call of Duty league, I think Starfield would be much more on like, like I'm going to spend my time in this game. Yeah, you would consider it a project at least. It's weird too because like I kind of had that thought towards the beginning when I was like, if I play Starfield. And I get used to how the shooting mechanics work in that game. Will I still like be on my A game for my like mechanics for COD and like not have like you know it's obviously like riding a bike, it's not anything mm-hmm. crazy. But like in theory, there will be a hindrance because my brain's gonna be Starfield mode for a certain amount of time while playing. And I was like worried about it. I'm like, oh shit. I'm gonna ruin my <laughs> professional career, my O and eight career. Dude, that was that's the one <laughs> thing we're gonna get talk that about. Man, I was trying to steal a ship, <laughs> and you're playing Dude, Call of Duty. <laughs> honestly, fucking no. There's one thing that fucking I don't know why it pissed me off, mm-hmm. but one of our post games, they were I think they pulled in both team captains and they were talking. I'm just listening in, and the other team captains like, I don't know, man. That's not the gameplay of an O and seven team, and I'm like. Hey, you're right. It's an 0 and 8 team because we just fucking lost again. You mother, get it right. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck you, bitch." But um, I was I don't know. I made that joke in my head, and then it made me mad, as if that guy said anything <laughs> wrong. He right. said a compliment, and I pissed myself well, off from it. He reminded you of how bad. Yeah, doing. I was like, "Well, um, actually, your math is incorrect. Fuck that We're makes me mad that your math that. was wrong." <laughs> Damn, but uh, I think it's time to start the show before I fucking say anything stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, yo, real quick, the late I think yeah, it was the latest one, the latest Starfield video. <laughs> it's been a little bit since obviously I played it, but like it's I'm watching those like I wasn't the one playing mm-hmm. it because I totally forgot like all the dumb shit I was saying, like me turn into a what's the name of the robot Vasco. Yeah, Vasco and say he turned to Vasco like, "Give me a pound, dog." <laughs> just yeah. meleeing him and walking away. I was like, "What was I talking about?" Dude, it was good, man. There was some good shit in there. Oh man, I'm in a trance when I'm doing that shit. I'm just like saying things, and then when you posted videos, I'm like, "I'm like, what the I don't fuck remember anything." Like, doing yeah. that. Night? The funny part is like, and we'll get into it when we get to it. I haven't touched it since. Because I haven't needed con. Here's the thing: after the next video, we're we're gonna need another one to two hour session that we each play. All right. If that that'll at, be at my some point. I'll, that'll be like I'll play I'll play Starfield twice a week just to like. Keep oh, that that's way going. too much. That's way too much time. I don't need that much footage. Honestly, yeah, like two sit down sessions lasted just like three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Consid- and we posted more than one a week at one point, too. I think we're at episode five or six. I don't even know. Yeah. But, yeah. Time to start the show. Theme yeah. music. Let's go. Boop. Level up, gamers, once again, and welcome back to Save Before Quitting. I'm Ant, 
And uh, my co-host is... I'm Chris. That's Chris. Chris of Duty. Chris of Baldur's Duty. Chris. I wish I was Chris of Duty, man. Star I Chris. Not Star Chris. Chris Fields. <laughs> Chris Fields. Save letter B Chris number Field. four, quitting on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube. Titty. Titty, bitch. Um, save before quitting all the way spelled out.com. Go get that merch. Save before quitting at gmail.com. Send us an email if you're not in our Discord. Most of you aren't. The fuck is happening? Join the Discord and you wouldn't have to send an email like it's the year 2002. I said that like emails don't get sent every day. We should just like get an email list of random people. And just start shooting out like those old threads that are like, you don't send this to five people. A evil little girl's gonna come out of your toilet and fucking kill you. You know <laughs> that type of shit. No, because the internet is a, a weird place now, and some guy on the internet would be like, you promise? I don't care. The email is back. <laughs> then we have content. Well, the, the the five other people that share our channel, and it's just gonna be the link to our YouTube. That's all it's gonna be. Yeah. It's just gonna be that. <laughs> it's gonna be YouTube. Just do that. Go to this link or else you're going to die in three days. Someone's going to join our Discord and their first message is going to be like, is the little girl coming out of my toilet? Or And it's going to be like, bot. it's going to be like a month later. We're going to be like, the fuck is this person talking about? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, yeah. We scared people into subbing. Shit. <laughs> Damn it. That was us. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Well, tell that person quickly like we don't we don't know what we're saying on that podcast it's just one long two hour stream of consciousness and then it's a, bl- a blur and then we listen yeah, back like oh what the yeah. hell was that pretty accurate I don't remember what I was talking about like at the beginning of this podcast already and it's only been 18 minutes uh uh Call of Duty yeah but what was the very first thing we said not a clue um Patreon. We have a Patreon, so you can join that. Uh, we do extra episodes there monthly. Uh, we'll we have to two. record one, two of them. Yes, we have yeah, to we record, record one both, so very soon. Um, which we will do now that uh, we'll do. It'll be it's a little bit easier to keep up with uh this stuff now for me anyway. Yeah. Um. Honestly, we should do one night where we both do a patreon episode and then right after it immediately play the game that i bought for us on steam yeah we just gotta so we, play that shit <laughs> yeah because like we just gotta have that because I, I don't remember it enough and i'm yeah. gonna forget and it's just gonna sit in my steam library forever same same so. i was scrolling through my steam library again last week at some point like man i got said it on the pod last week like there's a lot of games in here like that i've never touched once like look at all my stuff. Yeah, it's just the testament to not playing. It's like I don't play them, but they look pretty cool. And I can be proud of that. Uh I think I said all the things. I think that's all the things. Go to our YouTube page. I know I, that's a part of Titty, but go to our YouTube page. Some fun yeah. stuff over yeah. there. We got a little Starfield series Starfield going play on. It. It's a good time. It's a fun time. I have fun making them because they're just simple, but then they work well. Now that I have actually a good content and recordable footage of the game, 
True. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but moving on from that, Chris, what, what did you play this week? week? Played a few things. Um, we'll go over those quickly and easily because they're not that special or good. Uh, <laughs> Fortnite. All right. I've been playing. It's Fortnite. I'm kind of yep. just as the point of autopilot in Fortnite right now. Um, we did have a like leaderboard in our other discord that we have for D and D where it tracks our stats and shit. And one of our friends, Orla brought in one of her friends one mm. night and she is very good yeah, and is at the top of our leaderboard for pretty much every single stat. Um, let me see if I can check the most recent numbers just for funsies, because this is a this is a nice little update. So as of a couple hours ago, um, she is number one in eliminations, uh, number one in fish caught and damage dealt. Gotta catch. She's a total. Fish. Let's put it this way: I have four hundred ten kills. I do pretty all right for myself. You know, I'm pretty mm-hmm. decent at the game. Is this over? Wait, my bad. I missed the over the whole time. season. Okay, all right, okay, okay. Yeah. No, not since you've been playing. No, since this season started, which was maybe like month and ish, month and a half ago in that range. Okay. Uh so I have four hundred ten kills. Uh she, and I'm fourth on the leaderboard. She's number one with nine hundred sixty one. Jeez. Oh. And uh damage, which is even more hilarious. She I'm at a hundred K damage. She's at 266k damage she's kicking my ass mm-hmm. so i've just kind of given up on fortnite because like the thing with the leaderboard i was like you know what maybe i can make it to the top that'd be pretty cool and i almost did a couple times but i never really got there mm-hmm. now i know i'm not getting there so i'm just playing for fun as of this point and it's fine what a concept it's, playing games for fun like yesterday i was literally just driving around in a car like an asshole and then it has a drift function, so I saw I just drove away from my team because I saw another team, and I just started drifting into a fucking team and, and doing donuts. And they were a bot team, so they kept like casually walking towards me again. Right. So as they get knocked away, they walk back to me, and I'm coming back around in my fucking GTR <laughs> just doing donuts. Shit. And my the ass end of the car is just like hitting them like a fucking ping pong paddle mm. away until they fully die, and it was fucking fun. But I got like three kills that game. <laughs> I was just like, I don't care, man. A whopping three. But you had yeah. fun. Yeah, it, it's just a fun time now. Like the competitive aspect of Fortnite to me was fun in like the leaderboard. Now I'm just like, I don't care. Right. I'm never gonna be on this leaderboard in a way that's like, hey, that's Check pretty good. Out. So right. that's fine. Uh, speaking of other leaderboards that I'm never going to be on the top of, I played some more Call of Duty. Of course. Uh, had another COD League game. Uh, completely fucking choked uh, with the sniper for the first two games we played. And it was bad. Like, it was, like, it was very, very bad. Right. Um, I think the first game, like, I was okay. Shit happens. It, it definitely was, like, a shit happens moment. And, like, I just switched over to an AR and I went on to like fucking do really well, surprisingly. Um, but yet again, not enough to make it on the leaderboard at all. The forfeits have still not 
won a singular game. Forfeits need to stop living up to their name. The the shitty part is like we were gonna end up having to forfeit because we didn't have enough people. Then we finally got the game rescheduled. And we came into this game with so much fucking confidence that we were like, we're going to do this. And we took it to game five, too. So, like, if I didn't use the sniper in the beginning, it was over. We would have won that shit before it got to game five in my head. Like, that's just the canon of this world that I see. So, I don't know. Maybe this week we have another game on Thursday, which is tomorrow, I think, right? Yeah, it's tomorrow. I don't know who we play or even if we have enough people to play, to be honest with you. So we'll see what happens, but check that out. I post that in the discord when it goes live. Uh, the discord. Yeah. It's, it's a fun time. The games itself. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I have a a good time going back and watching the tapes and being like, look how bad I was. I was such an idiot for (laughs) peeking that corner. I was so Um, young. I was so young and dumb. Now I'm so old and I should have known better. Right. Um, Hindsight. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I've been playing so much fucking Baldur's Gate, man. Like, my life has practically become wake up, do work, get my numbers up so that I'm good, mm-hmm. leave, go to the gym, get back technically before I clock out, do a little bit of extra work, Baldur's Gate the rest of them. That's it. You're living the life. That's- it it is a life. I don't know if it's the life. It's not you know the most fun. Here's the don't thing: I'm also doing stuff. It's not. I'm, it's not that I want to take it for granted. It's one of those things where it's like you ever have it where you're in your head. You're like, I need to relax. I need to have a relaxed day. But then your <laughs> yes. brain is like, but then your brain's like, well, no, I need to work. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. Yep. And then the thought of just doing that, you don't even end up doing. Cause it's just the thought of doing that is too much. So then you end up doing nothing anyway. And then you're mad at yourself for doing nothing. It's just like this vicious fucking cycle. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's this right here. And I feel like I'm doing nothing, but then I'm like, okay, but I also did shit over the weekend. I know friends, like I did shit and I was fucking productive. So me playing Baldur's gate for way too fucking long this week should be fine. But mm-hmm. either way, it's too good of a fucking game. Let's just put it that way. It, it's not okay how good this game is because I'm putting way too many hours into it. Is Baldur's Gate going to be game of the year at the game? Award? I want it to be. I know it'll be nominated. I don't know if it it'll will be... for sure be nominated. Yeah, it'll be a nominated, nominated, nominated. It is kind of an anomaly. I'll tell you that. But it's one of those things where it's like it's going to be there, but it's going to be hard to take down. I think Tears of the Kingdom is just like not necessarily a shoe in, but like kind of. It has like I like to call that like as much as I do like Zelda, Zelda mm-hmm. has like like Nintendo has like this Zelda tax. Like that shit like makes it just tops everything every time Zelda comes yeah. out. And not like, to say not that to like, it's like good, but I feel like to me, Boulder, it's going to be between those two. But I mm-hmm. think with the explosion of Baldur's Gate, the fact that it was like it was kind of a sleeper hit at first, like it just exploded out of nowhere. I yeah. think just the sheer like ingenuity and surprise of it being this grand thing should make it game of the year. The 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 community behind it and the following yeah. should make both. I, I, I think it would make a lot of sense if that won game of the year. 
I hope it does. I, I'm here's the thing. I think it will, and I hope it does. I will be not shocked if it doesn't win. If that makes sense, you know. I, what won't, I, mean? be, like, I won't be shocked, but I'll be like, mm, like me. that was weird, you know. Like if 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 there was a thing for like best RP, well, no, because in best RP you could also be Baldur's Gate. I um, feel like Baldur's Gate might be sweeping in certain areas. Like, it's one of those things where it's like. I don't want to shit on Tears of the Kingdom just because I'm not good at it. But, like, if you think about it, like, just as a game, it's not the most, like, fucking revolutionary game in the world. It's not super complex. It's it's an okay story. The real fun is, like, doing the wacky bullshit that you can do in a sandbox as of this point. Mm-hmm. At, at least for me, I feel like the Zelda <laughs> story is just, like, wishy-washy bullshit. Where they're like, well, no, because this timeline, and no, because this and that, and... It's too much. It's too much bullshit. We don't speak ill of the timeline. The timelines. There's three. I know this. And it's stupid. No, it's not. It's dumb and stupid. Listen, let's stick to the conversation, Um, okay? Before I that's my bad take of the pop. Before I have to break out my Zelda school and be like, actually, if you follow this, I don't want to be that guy. It's fine. I just feel like the thing with Baldur's Gate 3 is that I think it is the game of the year. Like, they took the time, they perfected it to be what it is when they launched it. Then, on top of that, even if it did have bugs, they were working on it the whole time through. The fucking team is amazing behind it. And I'm objective, because it's not like I'm playing Baldur's Gate. Oh, yeah. But I'm not playing Tears of the Kingdom either, technically. Huh? You're not really playing Tears of the Kingdom either, technically. I mean, I've played a good amount of Tears of the Kingdom. I haven't played into the story, but I've played a lot of Tears of the Kingdom. I you just see what I'm saying? I just started getting into the story. But, um, uh, what was I about to say? But objectively, I can see the impact. And I mm-hmm. think you have to just be, like, closed-minded to not at least admit that the impact of this game is, is huge. Mm-hmm. So it, it has to be. It's gonna be between the two. Oh yeah, for sure. But I, it, I think it's if Baldur's Gate wins, like I'm not mad. Like I'm just like, yeah, I I, I see why it oh, won, yeah. if it wins. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. I I kind of would be mad if Tears of the Kingdom. Won. I'm thinking about this now. I would be kind of like, really, really, is it though? Like that that's what I'm gonna sound like while we're live because we do them live. Hashtag app. Yeah, we do. So we do that. We do that shit. Yeah. We'll do that when that comes around. But yeah, man, Baldur's Gate's just so much fun. I started my third playthrough. Um, this playthrough that I chose, um, if you remember when we made your character, you know how like mm-hmm. before we built it, there was all the characters that you could encounter in the game pretty much yeah. below it you can pretty much choose their stories and play them if you'd like. So technically there's like eight or nine different storylines you could choose from as your background entirely, or just be some guy. Mm -hmm. Um, One of them goes by the name of the dark urge, which pretty much just means you have this little voice in the back of your head. That's like very, very murderous. And you Mm -hmm. don't remember what happened and how you got on that nautiloid. And you don't remember anything that happened before you got on the Nautiloid as well. You just what know that you, it's the ship that you were oh, okay. on. Okay. Yeah, the, the, we did the playthrough on it. And on our Patreon, oh, hashtag app. I forgot that was the name yeah. of the ship. Got it. But um, fucking 
like just to say how like different of a playthrough it was like i walked up to the portal where the hand comes out and the guy's like hey can i get a hand and it's one of your party members eventually and the thought that it gave me for the dark urge was that's a pretty hand i kind of want it and then it proceeded to have me grab his hand and start hacking his arm off oh shit and i have that player character's arm in my inventory and i now, don't have that player character anymore if you were someone else who didn't have this thing in the back of the head that wouldn't have happened no that didn't even prompt me because the other two characters that i have both of them still have that guy from the beginning and you didn't even get i didn't even get that as an option but with the dark urge it gives you like that extra little bit yeah. And I was kind of like not feeling it. So I was like, there was some stuff that was a bit much for me. And I was like, this is, this is a bit, bit harsh. And then out of nowhere, a couple's dialogue options started showing up after I was doing the most atrocious things ever. And I could start fighting against it and be like, that's not me. That's whoever I was before the Nautiloid. I don't remember that shit. That's not me. I'm me. Yeah. And I don't want to do that. So that's, how the playthrough has now converted into that and it is so much fun because i still have the options of the thought and they're still there but i get to fight it and roll against it that's dope like there's so much that went into like that just lends itself to the conversation we had before this because i feel like so much went into that game to build those very specific mechanics yeah Literally everything you do matters. It's it's fucking insane. Yeah. God, I love it so much. That that's fire. That's dope. Yeah. The the funny part too is like I wanna do another playthrough as well. Just because I wanna go the route of like becoming a mind player, because you can do that mm-hmm. at a certain point. And like that kinda be fun. Like go in the whole story as whatever character I make and then just be like, no. I'm gonna be a squid dude. There you go. So, squid dude for the win. I don't know, but I love this game. It's probably it, it is my game of the year, hands down. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're calling that I, before Spider Man comes out? Here's the thing: no matter how good Spider Man is, and I will never doubt that it's going to be a phenomenal game. Mm-hmm. Baldur's Gate is a better game, objectively. Because there's so much more to it. Spider-Man is Is it more just to it or Spider-Man. is it just is it is it better or is it just more to it? There's, there's more games to with it. a million mechanics that are that aren't good games. True. But this one has those million mechanics and does it well. For kind of one of the first times that I've seen. It doesn't do it perfectly, but it does it well where I'm kind of like, oh shit, at some of the stuff that you can do in the game and that they're they're prepared for you to do like there's one moment in the game where you need to help out these uh gnomes that are trying that are pretty much slave workers and are trying to break through a wall because it collapsed mm. and i'm like okay so what do you guys need to like get this sorted so then we can take out them once we get that guy out of here and they're right. like go get some explosives from this chick and in my first playthrough i just went up to her and i talked to her and after persuasion she gave me what i needed my second playthrough, though, I went up to her, and there was a fucking giant 
jar next to her that she was using to like threaten me in my first playthrough like mm-hmm. i'll blow us all sky high right now so i wait made my one of my characters invisible snuck up behind her before the conversation started mm-hmm. took the jar put it in my inventory like bitch what are you gonna do now so she threatens me i'm gonna blow us all sky high goes to like light it mm-hmm. it's not there it's not there yeah and she's like what the What's going on here? And it led to a whole different thing. I can see why that's like, kind of ridiculous. That's kind of nuts. Compared to like, no, not to degrade it, but compared to Spider-Man, we're like, it is a track. You are on a track, no matter what you are doing. They're taking you down this track that is singular. There's no other options for you. You either you saw the news boss. come out that they said this one, even though it's bigger, I guess they said the time to beat is, is like the first Spider-Man game. Yeah. yeah. Which is crazy to me. But here we are. I don't bigger isn't always longer. Ladies. <laughs> I wish it I'm not this is way too much work. But I wish we could go back and find every lady's moment and cut all that shit up. It's like an intern. Cut. Anybody want to be an intern for us? Anybody want to go back listen to 143 episodes and find all those? Just when we say one word. Yeah, exactly. But, you can you skip know, about 20 to 30 of them, so you're good. Yeah, the first 30, I don't even care if they're in those. Um, after that, sure. Uh, what was I about to say? Um, I have no idea. Fuck, it was about the whole Baldur's Gate Spider-Man thing, and I, I lost my complete train of thought. Big. Long. <laughs> I was trying to trigger thoughts of the previous conversation didn't work um i don't know man the game's good I, ca- I can't say much more than that like you everyone should play this fucking game and i know not everyone will but everyone should play this fucking game listen that hour i played with you was pretty good listen man me and lazel mm. i just don't have an i don't th- that game doesn't fit into my life right now like it, oh, I, yeah, it was no way sure. i'd be able to see every even a third of the things in that game yeah. That's what I was going to ask. Um, does that game keep track of the previous runs you've gone through? It? Like, like, will you starting a new game as a new character, will the game keep in mind everything you did in the previous character's game and no. change things in this game on purpose? Or it's strictly based off of who you are, where you go, what paths you take? The second one. Okay. Because you can, it, it's the same story from the start. Like, it's pretty much, um, like, it's like creating a new universe, I guess you would say, if you're creating a new character. It's like, this is the same thing, but again, but with this person instead. Okay. If I make, it's just a video game, you know, that situation, I yeah. guess. I don't know. But fucking, it's, it's, ba- it's mainly based on, like, the path you take. You'll get a different game every single time. Because even if you go on the exact same path that you go, there's no guarantee that you're going to be able to successfully do the exact same stuff that you did, unless you're like saving the game religiously. And every single time the game asks you to roll for something like, Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to make a conversation go a certain way and you have to persuade someone, say you fail that role. If you were to save before you rolled the dice, you could then load that save and then roll it again until you successfully do it. But for me, what I do is I normally just be like, Oh, that's what I fucking rolled, and now I have to deal with the consequences of what happened. Okay, all right. If I fail or something like that, so 
it's never guaranteed the same story. And then exactly. with each different background, you get different stuff too. So mm-hmm. like you get different uh, vo- voice lines and dialogue options for being uh, I'm a paladin in the, the dark urge one. So like, I'm very much like I have an oath that I have to protect and shit. But then I broke my oath by accident by killing some random innocent people. Mm-hmm. And then this knight showed up in my camp that was like, you broke your oath. Now you're a paladin of the oath breakers or some shit. And I'm like, what's that mean? And now I have a bunch of cool dead people spells just because I accidentally broke my oath. So oh, it's fucking that, cool. That's man. pretty cool. Yeah. But I think it's time to get to the news. Let's get to the news, yo. Mad news, fam. Umper. Look at that ass. Look at that ass. Welcome to Sable Quitting News. As always, sponsored by our Patreon. Go to our Patreon's cheapest shit. We give you two extra episodes a month of us just shooting the shit. So go do that. It's fun. It's great. I'm going to start posting a video there weekly soon uh, where I play Wingspan Extremely Inebriated and try to beat the hardest bots. I decided I'm going to do it because it takes no effort to do. So I might as well fucking (laughs) do it. So Good reason to be doing it. Yeah. It's like the, the the lowest effort content I can do, but it's also could be extremely fucking funny. Why am I not doing it? I'm stupid. Um, news. Uh, starting off the news this week, we have a shit ton, so we might zoom past a couple. Um, but one of them that was pretty cool that was posted last Friday by Jabrath, uh, that Bill Willingham, the creator of the beloved comic series Fables, which if you don't aren't familiar, it's the Wolf Among Us universe. Mm-hmm. Um, has released the franchise into the public domain. As the new owner, you have rights to create fables and the Wolf Among Us movies, cartoons, books, and more. So anybody in the world, you, me, anybody listening to this, can make officially like licensed fables, Wolf Among Us stuff. And well, just release it, it and sell it. So fucking cool. Um, the, the artist, I think, was working with, like, some people to make stuff with it, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were becoming very hard to work with. So he said, you know what? Fuck you. It's free. Forever. Now. So pretty cool to be in a position to be able to do that, in my free. mind. Like, as an artist, like, that's kind of like sticking it to the man on a level that I never could have ever thought of, you know? Yeah. But I, I think it's fucking slick, so. I think so, as well. What do we got next, Dan? We got a lot of words. Um, well, as most know by now, the Spider-Man Spider-Man 2, the um the previews have come out. Like a lot of um outlets have gotten uh opportunities to play the game. They've gotten some new information or updated information on the game. Um and every and these are the things they found out in all their preview plays. Um, this game can be, there is a 30, 40, and 60 frame per second mode, um, all with ray tracing and 120 hertz with VR support. Um, much more destructible inter- interactivity with the environment. Over 65 spider suits to choose from, comics, films, and original designs. Some quests will be story specific to either Peter Parker or Miles Morales. Matt nearly doubled the size compared to the first game with Queens and Brooklyn. 
points of interest represented by more immersive visual cues out of the open world that grab your attention. Peter's Peter's mechanized spider arms will, will be available by default now for story reasons. Web grabber abilities fires webs in all directions and grabs enemies and anything else to pull them in for a powerful, to say ace oh, AO, AOE attack. I'm attack sorry. on everyone. Ah, thank you. Sewer, uh, sewer drain cover, for example, launch into, this, launch into the group like a missile. Okay, I understand that. Symbiotes L3R3 Symbiote Surge is a savage grab and slam special attack. Peter's symbiote black suit is hypersensitive to sound felt through the dual sense. That's dope. On top of dodging, parrying attacks is now an option with L1. The game is, is darker themed, but there are tons of humor and funny remarks throughout. I, mean, I think there was one Spider-Man. more I saw recently where it's like if whatever Spider-Man you are, if you swing through the cities, depending on where you are, you can see the other Spider-Man doing shit. We called that. Oh, yeah, we did. I forgot we did. We called that. That's, that's pretty On good. an episode we don't remember. Yeah, we'll never know. We'll never forget that. Yeah. Interns, we're hiring. You get the crust from my sandwiches. Um, <laughs> also, another thing, uh, CLD posted it later on, but we'll just cover it here now because we're here. Um, the suits will take damage now throughout your missions. Mm-hmm. Um, so you'll have like progressive damage on each suit, and then it will reset once the minute mission is over, or like if it's a crime or something. I guess I'm, I'm curious how it's gonna go for that. So I feel like it should stay the same if you're just doing like crimes and shit, you know, casually. Like through the city, like oh, this is a stolen car, and a yeah. mic is taken, and my purse or some shit. <laughs> like remember the balloon, you know, Spider Man Two, <laughs> the original Spider Man Two on PS Two. Yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> Gotta get the balloon, dude. The fucking quick time event when like he goes to jump and lands face first if you don't do it and then the woman's face is like oh god and then that was, explosion. A, that was spider-man 3 on ps3 yeah that was that's some that game had some of the most unhinged Bad. quick time events ever uh yeah man i'm so excited for this shit uh, i love that they gave peter spartan range uh that's pretty yeah. cool um, and I like how they're right saying story reasons for the mechanized arms i'm pretty sure it just is because in theory, late game, when you can switch between symbiote and regular on the fly, I'm assuming that's what we're going to do, Web of Shadows style. I'm assuming. Um, when you have the symbiote suit, you have the tendrils on your back. So at a certain point, you will be able to switch back and forth, and they want you to uh, have the same-ish abilities in yeah. my mind. So it's like they don't want to take away the fucking four arms. That'd be stupid. Mm-hmm. So... They just have it default now because you'll have them both at a certain point. Even if it was story themed, it's I think it's more game mechanic reasons, but that's just consistency. Yeah, just having some consistency and to the point where like you're not exclusively using the black suit for Peter at you know, you want to switch back and forth. You want that's the point. Yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, man. I'm excited for this game. Give me it now. I wanted it. Word, son. Where are we going? All right, past the Spider-Man shit. <clears throat> Would that be September seventeenth? 
I believe it would be if it's the same thing I'm looking at. That's uh, not good. Right. Um, apparently, the Nintendo Switch version of Mortal Kombat 1 exists. is pointless and scary and ridiculous looking. This Why? looks bad, dude. Why did they put it on Switch? You didn't need to do that. It doesn't have to be there. It looks like Injustice 1. It looks worse. Oh, the, that's pretty. You know what? No, it looks like looks Injustice worse. 1's mobile app. That's <laughs> okay, what it looks like. Um, Ed Boon came out, for those who don't know, the creator of Mortal Kombat. He came out and said um, they, his, him and NetherRealm promised to fix the Nintendo Switch version. Like what and do what? There's nothing they can do. I don't think. Not on this switch. Like I I get like I said, why'd you put it on the switch? I get why a company would put it on the switch because of the huge install base of the switch. Yeah, but it's like, but at what cost? Like, look at this. It's pretty bad. Definitely head to our Discord to check this out because it's, it's horrendous. If you're gonna put it on the Switch, then at that point I'd be like, well, just don't make it 60, 70 bucks, however much it is. Like make yeah. it make the Switch version like forty dollars. Dude, the fact that it costs seventy dollars is insane to me. Big time. God damn. Um I guess next up in the news, uh Unity. Uh, past couple of weeks, there's been, uh, I think, I forget what the game company was off the top of my head, but a company pulled their game off of uh, Unity's game engines. Um, They're trying to rework the it. Who made Slay, Slay the, the Spire? Spire. Right. I forget their name, but Mega, they pretty much Mega said. Crit. They said, fuck you, uh, blatantly to Unity uh, and said that they're reworking their game so they can work in different engines because of their stupid policy. And now Unity has come out saying, quote, we have heard you. We apologize for the confusion and angst the runtime fee policy we announced on Tuesday caused. We are listening, talking to our team members, community, and customers and partners, and we'll be making changes to the policy. We'll share an update in a couple of days. Thank you for your honest and critical feedback. And then in a uh, follow-up tweet, I'm assuming every single time Ant gets a tweet, there's always one tweet followed up by it because it's important at this I love point it. i always keep it in there now i always yeah, look this for is the, the most consistent thing about the podcast is that <laughs> ant will always get the subtweet along with the main tweet that's goofy uh so direct feed games uh <laughs> tweeted below it nintendo sony and microsoft send you emails telling you to fuck off question mark <laughs> so yeah I do love how they said angst in there as if they're like, oh, yeah, we see you, you angsty little yeah, bitches you are, thinking you're better than us. Of course. You already knew what that was about. I saw that tweet there and I was like, well, got to grab that, of course. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Goddamn. Well, we'll see what they have. I don't think they came out with anything yet. I haven't seen now. anything yet. Yeah. This was, what, two, three days ago? So... Yep. They said in a couple of days, so they're already past a couple. Now they're at a thruple. They better <laughs> fucking start moving. They better do something. <clears throat> next. What we got next? Um, spot. Yeah, spot. Scott Pilgrim creator on why he changed the story for the Netflix adaption. Uh, I looked it up already. He says, I wrote, he said, I wrote this stuff almost 20 years ago. A gun. A go. O'Malley stated. 
I couldn't go back and write it word for word. I kept thinking I have to tell the story of Scott Pilgrim in a world where the story, where the story of Scott Pilgrim has already been told and people know it. I had to kind of splash a new coat of paint on it and fuck around with it. Interesting. I'm not I me. Mean, I ain't mad at it. I've seen Scott Pilgrim so many times that like, all right, I'll see a different iteration of it. Yeah, sure. Even if it's um, light, I'm not mad at that. I'm curious what changes to the story he made, or if it was just like a dialogue situation where like they just switched up how people would say shit. I don't know. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll watch it no matter what. I'll tell you what. But uh, in not so good news, mm-hmm. um, Ascendant Studio, known for Mortals of Avium that just recently came out, and it got pretty okay reviews. Nothing yeah. terrible, but nothing special i would say like it was one of those things where like this is a game maybe yeah. i'll get to it one day um but they laid off nearly half of their staff after release so it was 40 plus staff according to this and it was due to poor sales were cited for the layoffs which sucks 45 percent um, of their team i'm reading here that's insane yeah. but I, I don't think it looks like a bad game at all it when I first saw it, I wasn't interested, if that makes sense. Like, I'm not like, yeah. I want to play this game and get it, you know, and do all the fucking bullshit. But, like, it just looked busy on the screen. You and know I what I mean? Like, it was just too much happening. That's the problem. Yeah. I think I remember us seeing this trailer and being like, this looks like another, this looks like an everything game. Like, it's doing a lot of stuff at once. And it yeah. didn't look like it had like a clear direction, if I, if that's the, for lack of a better mm-hmm. term. Like it, it didn't look bad, but it didn't look like I couldn't easily digest the game through what I was seeing. Yeah. And when you when you when you when you do that to the consumer, I guess like you look at it, it's like, well, I don't, I'm indifferent now. Like I don't know what it's doing, so I have no interest enough. And it doesn't translate to sales. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure what, because it didn't get bad reviews, but at the same time, if people don't know what they're buying, then they're just going to default to the things they already love. And I think this game was a victim of that. Like, it was just like, well, yeah. it's good, but I don't, I have no strong feelings towards it. So I'm not, no one spent their money on it. For sure. I think it was also like in a period of time where like we were getting a decent amount of games coming out too. Like we were in one of those little spurts of like, Here's the game. Here's the game. Here's the game. Like I think Final Fantasy 16 came out around the same time as this, mm. if I remember correctly. And I was like, "That's not going to be good for them." Mm. Um, and I highly doubt Final Fantasy 16 got like the amount of sales that they expected either, too, just because of how much shit was also coming out. But yeah, man, sad to see. Um, but I hope to play it one day. Just even if it's like a demo or something. Maybe the demo will sell me if they had one out. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. Twenty. 20- 2023, man, you kind of had to, like, if you wasn't coming with, like, a haymaker in 2023, you were going to get swallowed up. This game, this this game, this year continues to be, like, ridiculous with bangers. Like, like, even with, um, and we'll get to it, but the, um, Phantom Liberty reviews came out. And now everyone's going to run back to that. It's like, and it's just nines and tens. This year has been ridiculous with with good, good games yeah. yeah no matter what you're into there was something for you 
multiple. That's gonna be even more shitty. I'm gonna start a new fucking cyberpunk playthrough, literally before I play any more Starfield. I'm a little bit more interested in cyberpunk. Yeah, like it's the shitty part, man. Ah, uh, I don't know. Now that it's the game that it was supposed to be. Also, if if we do a, you know, we should do a cyberpunk clip. Fuck. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, we said it. <laughs> you know, that would actually be good though, because like, because it's my first I, time. I've played it three times total. My third playthrough isn't finished yet, but I'm gonna restart it mm-hmm. from the beginning. That'd be kind of sick. That'd be that. that yeah, right, we th- should th- do that. That's our next series. We could even do it at the same time. That's the beauty of it. True. Like it's just right. instead of doing two recording days of Starfield, one of Starfield, one of Cyberpunk. That's not bad. Just an hour long recording. We're set for three to four weeks for each of those, so that's six weeks total. Damn. Just content out the ass. Damn. But uh you're gonna be like, okay, we do this, 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 this. you just you're just doing everything in Cyberpunk, and I'm the one like, all right, I'm like just trying to find my just way. Picking up every dildo on the ground that you see. <laughs> I'm encumbered by dicks. What do I do? Can happen. Can't, can't make that the title. Encumbered. <laughs> <laughs> Can you make it heavily encumbered? I had to find a really creative way to title that. I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to figure it out. Shorts are falling. I'm encumbered. Um, <laughs> and we'll stop making dick jokes. Tell me about this next story that is the best thing ever, maybe. All right. Titanfall 2 has received a mysterious new game mode titled question mark, question mark, question mark. The description is your rockets will blow out the sun. Wow, it's a really random thing. A reference to the movie 300. Fans have been speculating that Respawn is teasing something after a mysterious Nessie transmission was found written in Apex Legends patch notes. TF2 was also recently updated for the first time in years. Gotta love Titanfall 2. Um... Apparently, the Nessie transmission translates to the release dates of Titanfall 1, Titanfall 2, and Apex Legends. October 26th is the seventh anniversary of Titanfall 2 and also coincides with the next season of Apex Legends on October 31st. And this this tweeter commented, if this is Titanfall 3, I'll lose my mind. Are we getting Titanfall 3? I don't know, man. I I want to. I I kind of feel like the um the gift that CLD put up. Like, don't 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 give me hope. Because here's the thing, though. The last at part, some point we will. Like we have to at some point. It's not like Half Life Three. You know, it's not that mean. No, no, you no, know, we will get a Titanfall Three at some point. It's just whether or not is it going to be soon. Is it going to be Titanfall Three, or are they just going to put? some kind of Titan crossover in Apex Legends. Because they said it coincides with the next season of Apex. I mean, here's the thing. I've been waiting for them to put Titans in Apex for so long. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's going to be an overpowered item, obviously. But here's the thing. I haven't played Apex in probably 10, 12 seasons, maybe. Is probably going to make you pick it back up? If they put more Titanfall, like, direct stuff into the game... Like, obviously, there's one character in there that's from 
they, like back when I used to play, they referenced Titanfall two multiple times. Yeah. Um, but like now, if they were to like put Titan in there, or, or just like add a new like fucking uh, legend, and it's just Titanfall pilot, and it, you're just playing the character from Titanfall two, mm-hmm. and like his ultimate is he calls in the fucking mech, and then his one ability is throwing a grenade. The other ability is throwing a stun grenade because that's all he did in Titanfall 2. That's all you yeah. need. Yeah. Just do that. And put him in Apex and I'll play the game again. Maybe. Man. I might switch to PC if I did do that. The kingly snipes over on Apex now that I'm that now. Kingly. Kingly snipes. But, uh, yeah, man. Titanfall 3. Uh, back to bad news. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting all the bad ones this week in the rotation. It's crazy. Uh, I also posted this, ironically. Uh, so Marvel's Avengers, a game that we all have seen. Um, well, experienced in some way, shape, or form. Sure. Experience is a word. Uh, it's 90% off right now. Um but it is also 90% off and the deal ends September 30th, which is the day that the game is disappearing forever. <laughs> like that. Go play it now. So, you have 10 days. Here's the thing. While it will no longer be for sale on the online stores or anything like that, it will remain playable for owners largely as it is today. That means, I believe, that they are not going to have the servers open so you could technically only play the single player. Mm-hmm. That being said, this is a good deal. Oh yeah. Because I don't think the story in this game is all that terrible. And for 90% off, to just have a single player game that's Marvel-ish, you know, with pretty decent performances and alright gameplay, I don't think that's a terrible deal. While it's funny... I don't think it's a terrible deal. Right. So go pick it up for three schmegs. I don't know. Good old schmegs. Schmegging it up. Smoking a pancake. That's all you got to pay. Smoking a pancake. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's, that's all I got. What's up next, man? Good more, more good shit. <sighs> Not for Microsoft. Um, but for us. This. It's a very convoluted and long. All right. So it's a lot. FTC, the FTC has leaked documents from Microsoft and Bethesda that have confirmed the following. A Red Dead Redemption 2 for next gen is planned. I don't know if that means like this gen. I guess it couldn't mean that. I mean, it says next gen. Well, these are from years ago. So then now these consoles. So we're gonna get a so a Red Dead Redemption Two remaster is coming. I want that Xbox Series X discless refresh design, which I mean, that's not a surprising thing. New Xbox controller with haptic feedback, so you get a Xbox DualSense coming. Um, Bethesda's pre-acquisition release schedule, which is expect which is which expected the Elder Scrolls Six to release only two years after Starfield. I don't think that's going to happen. That's going to get pushed back. 
These are from 2020, by the way. Yeah. All these leaks. Um, Fallout 3 and Oblivion remasters are in development. A new Doom game is coming. Dishonored 3, Ghostwire Tokyo sequel, Starfield expansion, Shattered Space is what it's called. Um, There was something else. They also wanted to buy Nintendo or something. Yeah. Hold on. Let me get back to that. Then, okay. There was also... Yeah, there's they they're they're apparently on their docket for upcoming devices. There, there's a handheld on here. Um, I don't know if they're that's a proprietary like Xbox handheld or not. There's no details behind it. Um, internal Microsoft email from Xbox chief Phil Spencer discussing Nintendo as a potential acquisition target and Warner Brothers. Um, I'm not gonna read all of it but it goes on to pretty much say he like they're pretty much trying to play the long game with nintendo and put them in a position where it would behoove them to sell to microsoft people have come out since this has been leaked saying that's not really the intent of this letter and it was a more (laughs) so thing of like they'd love to do it but it was like one of those yeah. obviously this isn't going to happen type things. Like dream scenario miracle yeah. type bullshit. And you can't like, you know you can't give the internet anything because they're going to run with it. Oh, they're just trying to fucking buy Nintendo. And I could have like, that's why I put Nintendo will never do that shit. Like this is obviously, I think Phil Spencer would know that too. Yeah, if they had sure. that much trouble with Activision Blizzard, do you think they're just going to walk in and buy Nintendo? You know how ridiculous, like, that would that would be the biggest thing to happen in gaming since gaming. They True. bought, someone buy Nintendo. And if I'm Nintendo, I'd laugh them out of the office. I'm like, we're, we're doing just fine. <laughs> we're it's never hurting for sales on yeah. consoles or games. We're doing the better. The funny part than- is like, I wouldn't even picture them as the company that would buy Nintendo. You know, like if Nintendo was selling, like the first thing that comes to mind would be Disney. That's the first one. Mm -hmm. Just because, you know, the mouse needs to own everything. It fucking owns a piece of WWE now, for fuck's sake. Dink, technically. Um, But fucking, like, they they just want to own everything. So it makes sense. Secondary would be like Universal. Like, Obviously, like Universal and all the like fucking Warner Brothers people and whatnot. But then, other than that, like, I could never see Sony purchasing them. Sony, yeah, nah, I can't see Sony either. And even though Microsoft's even less than that, I could never see Sony doing it. So it's like Sony can't afford them. That's number one. Yeah. And, but I, at least they'd be a Japanese company because I can't see yeah. Nintendo selling to an American company. I mean, crazier shit has happened, but I can't see Nintendo all of a sudden being owned by American ass dollar sign yeah. Microsoft. Um, that would be crazy as shit though. You get fucking uh, uh, free this month on game pass. And it's a bunch of Zelda and Mario's. Just wait till the next Nintendo direct. And instead of snapping, they're just popping a beer. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Here's what's next here in Nintendo. Splatoon 6. We're using real guns this time. Yeah, pretty much. I, I can't... I, I also can't imagine Nintendo Direct, but like the theme, the color theme is now like green instead of red. I'm like, oh, this looks evil. Like Starbucks. Yeah, right. But um, oh, yeah, man. There's a lot of those like little leaks and everything. I I like Phil Spencer did come out and make a statement. Um, let me get to that. He said, we've seen the conversation around old emails and documents. It is hard to see our team's work shared in this way because so much has changed and there's so much to be expect to be excited about right now and in the future. We will share the real plans when we are ready. That's all he has said. Hmm. Um, I think, I don't know. I'm sure they internally shit themselves over there at Microsoft, but um. Again, that was from three years ago. So, I mean, things can change. They obviously, I'm sure they've seen what happened in the last three years and at least some of that information, those things are getting pushed back or not happening or changing. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling that Red Dead 2 is not actually going to happen. But see, I can see that happening. They remastered every, literally everything else, Rockstar. They did, but I don't know. I could see that not happening for like another three, four years. Like it'll happen eventually, just not mm-hmm. anytime soon. Something like if else that was, that was gonna be probably maybe 2022 if COVID didn't happen, maybe. True, I can see. That. Yeah, yeah. They they also like something else that was said in some of these leaks was that um they plan for the next the next Xbox in 2028, and that makes sense timeline wise. Like this this. I could definitely see this generation going for another five years, especially since they're just starting to make, we always say it, they're just starting to make games for this generation, like now. Yeah. Where they're not making a PS4. Sony does the same thing. Huh? I don't want no, I just want Sony to do the same thing and not make a PS5 until like 2030, or PS6 rather. Yeah. There's no need. No need. Y'all ain't done shit yet. Right. They believe in generations, Chris. No, they don't. <laughs> I'm going to believe in the generations that go past while we're all still playing PS5. It's going to be the GTA 5 of fucking Sony. Yeah, pretty much. And that's what it needs to be right now. For sure. <clears throat> uh, next up in the news, um, I think it's the Percy Jackson trailer. That got posted. If you'd like to go watch it, I think it looks cool as shit. I can't wait. Also, Onimusha. I did not watch this. This is a game? Apparently? Um, yes, Onimusha is a game, and it's getting a Netflix series. Onimusha was a game on PS2? It was kind of Resident Evil-esque, but it non-horror and like feudal Japan type stuff. Okay. Um, it, it by and by like Resident Evil, I mean, like it was made by Capcom who made mm-hmm. Resident Evil, and like the controls were like Resident Evil. Interesting, all right, dope. Some cool shows coming to you soon. Uh, mm-hmm. and then I guess this is one of the last ones I think we have. Uh, Cyberpunk, good, <laughs> Cyberpunk is very, good. very good, Phantom Liberty. 
Got amazing and reviews across the board. Let me read this IGN review out loud to see if it sounds stupid or not. Um, did you see the donkey video where he makes fun of uh, the reviews yes. and shit? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Good. All right. So between a more sophisticated level of storytelling with excellent performances, smarter insights on the cyberpunk genre and its dystopian themes, and landing on top of a much improved gameplay experience thanks to its fresh 2.0 update phantom liberty marks a new chapter for cyberpunk 2077 and is finally close to what i'd hoped it would be when i first sat down to play it three years ago from whoever this person is from ign i mean that seems to be the consensus oh yeah i went i'm really uh... excited I went on Twitter and everybody's like echoing that same exact sentiment. Like, this is it. This is the cyberpunk that we were promised. It's fantastic. It's amazing. Like it's, I've seen nobody give any kind of negative criticism as of yet. I'm excited to play this again. It's going to be funny because I think it comes out literally this weekend, I believe. September 26th. Yeah. So this weekend. No, Um, next week. Is it? Today is the 20th. Oh, so it's Tuesday next next week. Why do they do that on... Fucking release it on a Friday, dude. It's so dumb to do it on a Tuesday. Fucking stupid. Anyway, I'm going to be playing that shit. So, keep that... uh, Keep your... Go go follow our Twitch. I want to play it on Twitch, motherfuckers. I want to play it on Twitch. Yeah. I'm going to create a a new character. We'll pick my vulva. I'm going to make a female character again. I'm gonna replay my character. Um, hell yeah, I'm fucking excited, man. Hell yeah, maybe I can stop playing Baldur's Gate for a little bit. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, we got a few more stories here before we head out. Um, next up, Mortal Kombat's also good. Yep, everything's good this year. Um, um did you get this? No, I I want okay. to, but honestly, it's just like. At some point, I gotta like, I have to play all these things. True. And like, I like we just talked about. I I was not planning for Cyberpunk to be knocking out the park like that, so I have to at least delve into that. Um, we got Spider Man. There's too many things. There's too many things. You know what? I'll probably get Mortal Kombat One because I think it's seventy right now. I'll get it. Maybe Black Friday, where maybe it's like fifty or something like that. Mm. That's Big cheap savings. Now. Yeah, that's cheap now. That's a cheap game nowadays. I feel you. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I, I don't play. I'm playing it on anytime soon, just because I'm not good at those games. Mm-hmm. If it was Injustice, we'd have a different story, and I'd already be beating it probably by now. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, pretty cool. Uh, what we got next? Um, why did Robbie put the Cowabunga collection up here? Is it on sale? It might be. I'm trying to. It looks like it might be. It's forty percent off. Yeah, forty percent off. It's forty percent off. So if you want pretty good Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga collection, it is twenty three ninety nine down from thirty nine ninety nine. Word. Hell yeah. Um, also, CLD posted this spawn, it's coming to Call of Duty. 
I am of night. So excited. I fucking spawn is so good, dude. I'm gonna get it. Spawn's the man. Did you see the the one that I posted that's a real skin? Yes. It's real. It's $25. Just for that skin? For that skin, the gun that it comes with and a couple extra weed paraphernalia. It's literally weed man. Like he's got weed all over him and it's bad. It's stupid. It's that's why I said like so Call of Duty's just Fortnite. Yeah. It's Fort of Duty. Except for they got Nicki Minaj and 21 Savage running around with Homelander. Because why not? Why not? It's time, man. Um, and then the last story we got here, uh, Horizon Forbidden West Seeds of Rebellion was officially announced. It's a uh, prequel, looks like, set prior to Aloy's arrival. Um, it's, a, so it's a tabletop board game. Interesting. I Obviously, I'm... Lucia posted that. That makes sense. When he first put it up, I was like, is this another DLC? Like, oh shit. And then I ran, I was like, oh, it's a board game. Yeah, TTRTVGs. Get ready for PAX East. Unplugged. You already know how we do when we go there. <laughs> Honestly, I'd love to make another PAX Unplugged video, but I feel like getting you there on a weekend would be abysmal because it's That's not it. even amazing to go in there for like a non-TTRPG person. It was fun. I had fun with you guys. Yeah. I didn't. Have I will say there. the after part was fun. I liked going to the bar. That was fun. <laughs> the official, that was a good ass time. Official restaurant of Save Before Quitting. That and then the the bar that CLD uh, took us to. Oh, that he was yeah, friends yeah, with the yeah, uh, yeah, owner. Yeah, we got yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we get like fucking free green tea shots too, or some shit? Something like that. If, I he, mean, his yeah, dad I, I is think friends wanna, with the owner. I, I want to say that's what it was, but I'm sure he'll hear this and promptly jump into the Discord to let us know yeah. exactly what it was. For sure. It was fun, though. It was a good-ass time there. That's um, a spot. Hell yeah. Um, well, I think that's all we got for this week, news-wise. Kind of yeah. steamrolled through that a little yeah. bit. But we do have a pod question, though. We do have a pod question. Let me switch back to regular pod. Barley, yeah, Frankie even knows. Look at that. Yeah, huh? it was it's a good spot mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, what is this pod question? What we got going on? Uh, Uniguff, our good friend Uniguff says, "Do you think game reviews should be locked into using the same base when rating a game? So, like X out of ten or X out of five." A three, a three out of five and a six out of ten feels like vastly different ratings, even though they're both technically the same. Um, I will say it does get a little bit annoying. Like, I, I mean, you can look at it from in the in the news section for both Mortal Kombat and fucking um, uh, Cyberpunk. Like, it it doesn't make sense to me why people choose to have fives and why people choose to have tens like unless it's something that like we don't know about like maybe like the five out of ten is reserved for like like not official companies where it's like they're not like i don't know like a claim and then when you're like a big company it's like a big deal like that's when you get the 10 i don't know like it, it is weird and then there's even screen rant who does out of a hundred and hobby consolas whoever the fuck that is. Um, but I don't know, man. It, it's weird to me. 
it does feel different. I agree with like the three out of five to six out of ten comparison. It, it feels like it's different, even though it's exactly the exact. It's yeah. math. It's the same thing. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know, man. It makes it feel different though, because a six to me feels like, uh, like yeah, you're, I'm kind of not leaning towards this. But a three but out a of five three. is just because like, I mean, man, it's, it's right there. It's, yeah. it's good enough. I don't know. If you preferred one of the two, which one would you prefer? Uh, um, for me, it'd be 10, I think. 10, for sure. Um, But then it's like, because then you get into like whole numbers out of 10? Or do you incorporate halves? And then like weird companies like, what, what is this? Area Jugonis has like 9.2 out of 10. It's like, well, what is that? So for shit like that, I think that's a bit much. Like the point two is, I think the point like five is fine because mm-hmm. it gives you like a nice in between. But fucking like out of ten, it's just such a far superior thing because like I think anything above a seven should just be considered like okay, you should probably play this game mm-hmm. or you know like at seven out of ten, this is a game that you'd probably have a good time with. Yeah, anything below that, I want to do more research. If it's a fucking four or below. I'm not touching that with a 10 foot pole. Right. Right. Like, as opposed to one to five, like I'll play a two out of five, you know, cause like that's it can't be that bad. Right. Let's see. I was going to go like, I'll play a three out of five. I think after three, I'm just like, mm, I don't want to touch that. Yeah. It would be nice if it was consistent, but it, it's one of those things where I also don't put a huge amount of stock into the specifics of their numbers like because each one of these while it's just a number when we post the like the list of them each one of them comes with like a really fucking like long written thesis about some shit and like a fucking website splash page to get you there to talk about the game too but all we're seeing is the numbers so when i see shit like this all i'm seeing is that overall the game is good that's all i can tell from this and then right. other than that, if it's like bad scores, like lower, like below five or anything like that, or two out of fives and shit, I'm like, okay, overall bad game. If it's mixed, I'm so confused because exactly. it does not make sense to me because that's another thing. It's like all these reviews are subjective and then like you'll get a game and it's got like fucking nine out of 10, sometimes even a 10 out of 10. And then there's one fucking asshole that's just like, I hated this game because I could not invert my controls or some yeah, shit like yeah, that, you know? Or some stupid thing. And at that point, you're getting way too into the weeds. It's like, what are we doing? Exactly. But I, I do wish that it was just the, uh, the 10 as the rating system, unless there's like a specific company that does it for a specific reason and it makes mm-hmm. sense why they do it. Other than that, it's it's just, I don't know. It's one of those things where I'm like, when I see the reviews are good, I'm just like, oh, the reviews are good. And then I, that, that's all of my thought behind it. There's nothing further in like, I wonder what video game critic really thinks. I don't give a fuck, <laughs> dude. I don't give a fuck what well-played Attack of the Fanboy press start area Jagonis and video gamer care about. I don't care. As long as it's up there, I know that I can put some time into it, and if I don't like it, it's on me. 
as it, opposed to like this. It says uh, something with the lesser known outlets and the mostly known outlets. It like it, that their ratings are consistent. It says a lot because if it was mm-hmm. all over the place, like well now I don't know what to think. But then when they're all amazing, it's like well across the board. Even like someone who's lesser known is still like, no, this game's good. Like you gotta believe, mm-hmm. you have to believe that game is good. And while we were talking, I looked up the Immortals of Avium reviews. This is a game where I'll be like, I don't know what I'm getting. Because mm-hmm. it starts at nine at the top with press start. Then eight and a half from Gaming Trend. Then eight from IGN. Eight from PSX Brazil. Eight from Game Informer. Seven from Tech Raptor. Seven from Snack Reviews. Six from Push Square. Five from GameStop. Five from Metro Game Central. Four out of five. Which is like, okay, so then that's basically like a nine. But okay, four out of five from GG Reckon. I don't know that place. Four out of five from Games Hub. Three out of five from VG247. Two out of five from Eurogamer. At that point, I could see why people were confused with Immortals of Avian. Because I'm like, is, is it good or is it not? Like, what is it? Yeah. Metacritic that's 68, weird. Open Critic 72. It has more good ratings than not, but it's it's weird to see a five out of ten and then right below that. You see a nine, a five out of ten, and then a two out of five. Like, well, what that's yeah. all over the 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 spectrum. As of that point, it just doesn't make sense and it, it's kind of just confusing because obviously the writers are gonna give their honest opinion of the game. And if they had a bad time with the fucking game, then they had a bad time with the fucking game. I'm who am I to say that they didn't? Yeah. But it's one of those things where it's like being that outlier like you gotta put like an asterisk or like have a different team member go and play that game you know like you can't just like if i'm the the head fucking editor of i don't know what one of the fucking lower people that said one of the lower rankings and then i see all these nines out of tens coming out i'm like okay that person that i have on the story didn't have a good time let's give it to a different person redo this for a double time and we'll see what's going on here and get a fresh opinion because obviously that person fucked something up because everyone Mm -hmm. else here is having a good time but obviously that doesn't happen so here we are right but i don't know it's weird also just don't put stake into it that's another thing if you want to play a game play a fucking game even if it's rated shit like i've done that more times than not to say the least I remember before we had all these fucking outlets and we were kids and it's just like, well, this game looks cool. I guess I'll yeah. play it. I'll buy this game that actually is a learning game. See, and you just gotta be... Sometimes you, you strike out and it was what it was. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you nut. Podcast title. <laughs> um, but I think that's all we got. <laughs> that's all we got for this week's episode. Um, as always, follow us, save letter B number four quitting over on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, and YouTube. Titty. Titty. Get your titty merch. Get your other merch over on save before quitting fully spelled out dot com. Mm-hmm. A bunch of hoodies there that we just added that are embroidered. Um, I I should probably buy that because I keep buying other things. Yeah. And like I You're said that I was gonna buy it. like that. <laughs> like I I'm <laughs> I bought a jacket this week. Because mm-hmm. it was really nice, and it's like it was like an investment jacket of like I'm gonna have this for some years and shit. 
Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I could have gotten a hoodie or two, probably, from our own store. Shit. We still can't. Yeah, true. It's not going anywhere. But uh, do it now. Anyway, uh, you can also go to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash save letter be number four quoting where we get two extra podcast episodes a month and a wingspan video coming soon once I do that. Um, zooted out of my mind. Um, <laughs> also check out our fucking TikToks, our shorts, all that shit. Go fucking like and subscribe to Starfield Clips. Go do that shit on YouTube. It's fun. It's do a good it. time. Go check out those videos. Um, what else do we got? Fucking email. Email us if you're 80 years old. Uh, Discord down there. Go fucking join it. Talk to us. Wait. Say what you want, bitch. We're here. Yeah, call us a bitch back, but only if you join the Discord. Yeah, and before you join the Discord, there's only one thing you gotta do. Mm-hmm. That's to remember, always save, save before, before quitting. quitting. We'll see you guys next, next week. Hell yeah. What's up, Frankie? You've been quiet. When I go down to hang with CLD, we go there all the time. Barley, for sure. It's a good little spot. It's a nice, it's like off the main street. You know what I mean? It's like in like a nice little tucked away area where like I would have never gone in there on purpose, I don't think. You know what I mean? Like one of those places you walk by, like I guess that's a place that someone goes to, but not me. And now look, we've been. It's like when you're in a video game, you walk up to a door and it's just like, oh, I, I can't go in there. I just, yeah, I will never see what the inside of that store is ever. Where you do it and then the door creaks and you're just like, wait, what? This You can go in? Oh, shit. Yeah, right. Cannon Baldur's Gate. See, it all it leads back to Baldur's Gate. Oh, it's so good, bruh. <laughs> I want to play it more, but I kind of want to play Call of Duty tonight. So I might go back to Call of Duty. We'll see what happens. I don't know. Don't want to disturb the Call of Duty groove. Yeah, I just want to get good again. Because after I choked, I was like really in my head. I'm like, I can't fucking believe it, man. The worst part is like right before we played the actual games, we were doing a ranked mm-hmm. game to warm up. And I fucking annihilated the other team with my sniper. I fucking put them down. I made them practically uninstall the game. And then we get into the comp with like the fucking the Apollo League, and I'm like, well, there goes my shot. It's gone Sabotage forever. You. I guess, man. I got it like hexed or some shit. <laughs> but it was fun. It, it's always fun, even when we do lose. Mm-hmm. We got a nice little fan base in the in the, the comments whenever they're live. They're oh, like, yo, nice. two forfeits. Everybody wants the forfeits to get their first win. The underdog story. Y'all, we'll get our y'all first win and then to the die. I gotta rise to the top, though. Cream rises to the top. Exactly. The forfeits rise to the very top. I wish. Maybe not this season, but next season we got them. Go on that mic and be like, I'm gonna throw forfeits if the winner ain't the forfeits. Ooh, yeah. Got you for three minutes. <laughs> I actually have that sound, I believe.
we'll end the podcast <laughs> with that because that's all that we really need. You're going nowhere. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of heat time. Hell yeah. <laughs> the well done. Best podcast ever.